0: Okay, progressive sanctification is the stage whereby we are being saved from the power of sin. Okay? And uh, how long does this take? Somebody raise their hand and tell us. Okay. Uh, over here? Come on. Uh, it takes a lifetime. Okay? And what's the, what's the last stage of sanctification? Permanent. Permanent. And what happens then? Somebody somebody, tell us now. Shirley, say what
1: now?
0: Uh, it saves us from the presence of sin. That's right. It saves us from the presence of sin, which means that that's when we have been delivered from this flesh. And we're in the presence of Christ where there is no more sin. Okay? I've been reading a book I'm trying to think of the title of it. Uh, oh, Teaching to Change Lives, that's what it was. And he has about four or five concepts in there, and he talks about the, uh, the law of the teacher, and then he talked about the law of education, the law of the teachers, you have to study and do all of that, but what caught my attention was the law of education, he says that uh, you're not really teaching if you don't teach the students how to study and ask questions. If you're giving them all of the answers, then that's not really teaching it because they they, 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 they rely upon you for their answers.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And they would be reluctant to dig for that answers. So you really have not taught them at all. Mm-hmm. You've just answered all of their questions. So what we're going to try to do is to change our methods of teaching. That's what I'm going to try to do. You're going to help me to do that, okay? So I will probably be doing less talking and ask more questions. And I think what we're going to ask you to do, as you give your answers, to kind of tell us how does your answer tie into scripture. Yeah, uh, as Brother Dawson would say. And you know what? I thought about him when I was reading. I said, that's what he did to us. He wouldn't ever give us any answers. <laughs> Jeanette, we would have to bring it back to the next class. He said, well, you're going to look that up. The next class we'll discuss it. So we're going to become more dorsey in teaching and see can we kind of help everybody to grow uh, more as we uh, utilize our Bible studies, okay? How do you think you'll like that? Come on. What's the date on the study? July 25th. We had them last week. We passed them out. I don't see any up here. Let's stay up here. You don't have July 25th? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got it? Okay. Great. That is good. And uh, we have some left, I don't know. I don't know where they are. Did y'all have any left back there? You did okay. Well, I failed to run them off today, so we'll have to count the look on okay? How many people of the Trinity is involved in, in uh, our sanctification process, somebody? All uh, three. Okay, you so said all three, you say all three. Uh, Brother Hope, what did you say?
1: The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What is the
0: Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What does the Father do to help in this process? What has He done? Philippians 2, 13. He gives us both the? Yeah. He's the one that's getting the will. And what did the Son do to help him? He died on the cross. Listen to these answers. And what is the Holy Spirit doing? Guiding us and leading us and empowering us to live holy lives. Okay? Let's deal with that word sanctification. Your own definition says sanctification means what? Set uh, apart. Set apart to do the work of the Lord. That's, that's a good definition. Give us another definition. To set apart from sin. sin. Okay, good. Those are two great definitions. Look on page two. And before we get started tonight, I would like to, well, not before we get started. How did I do this last time? I put it around my neck. Thank you. Uh, I want us to, somebody read that progressive sanctification at the bottom of the page. And we're going to talk about that for a moment. About the page world, two. The rest of sanctification is the process whereby we are slaves from the power and the practice of sin in our daily life. Okay. This process gradually separates the believer from themselves and the world to make them more like Jesus Christ. Okay, this process does what? Separates the believer from whom? Themselves. themselves. <laughs> themselves.
1: <laughs>
0: and then. He says it's done gradually and it separates them from the world. Now, when, when I thought about this, I said, you know what? Uh, I wrote, I said, the, the flesh is the tool that is most commonly used by the enemy to hinder our spiritual growth. Yes. Amen. Not <clears> the <throat> with the flesh, but he uses that because those are uh, that's a part of us that we really don't want to put to death, because we see that as us, and us is found into what element? Man is a spirit who lives in a body that has a oh. man is a that has a what? Soul. Oh. So, so where what what part of us? What what do we live in those three elements? S O U L. There are about five elements to the soul. Mm -hmm. One is mind. The other one is intellect. Mm -hmm. Uh, One is imagination. Mm -hmm. Emotions. Mm -hmm. And what? And will. Mm -hmm. So that's us. You follow what I'm saying? So what God is really trying to do is to separate us from us. Mm -hmm. Because he's not flesh at all. And he's trying to help us to become more like him and we don't want to really separate from us, that's kind of difficult. I don't care how gifted we are, I don't care how long we've been in ministry, uh, that's one of the most difficult areas of our sanctification. Come on, Jack. Is uh, the, the flesh the only tool that Satan uses against us? No. No, no, I said, but that's the most common tool. Because in that tool, number one, we have our sensual desire. That's those sexual desires. The lust of the flesh. The sensual desire. Okay, so he'll use that tool. And then, when you get to the point that maybe you've overcome that tool and he doesn't use that, then he'll use those social sins anger, wrath, can't get along with anybody, envy, strife, malice, that's all in us too. You follow what I'm saying? So it's when I put my flesh to death, that's when I can put away the lust of my flesh. That's when I can put away, that's when I can get along with you. That's when I can humble myself with hope And even though he hurts my feeling, I don't just have to get back at him. -hmm. I put my flesh to death. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't, I'm not gonna let him do me like this. He has no reason to do me like this. Mm -hmm. When it's not him at all. It's the enemy working through him. Mm -hmm. But I'll never see it if my flesh is not put to death. Go to Romans 7. And start reading around the fourteenth verse. Whenever somebody gets it. And, and and what we're trying to do, see if you see if we got a new King James version out there. And then if we need another version, we'll pull that in quick. I have one. Okay, come on, read 14. 14, I think it's about 28, 29 verses there. Maybe it's more. 7 Romans 7, chapter verse 14. Great. First of all, tell us who's speaking, Dr. B. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. She a careful, pepper, pepper help Paul. Just say it Paul. Paul. How do we know it's Paul speaking, Bobo? Uh, right, I'll, I'll accept that answer. He said Paul wrote a lot of books because Paul wrote the book of Romans. So we know he's speaking. He's speaking there in the first person. These, these are some of the ways we're going to start teaching. So don't stop coming to Bible study. <laughs> okay, so we know what Dr. Vic is about to read that Paul is the one who's saying this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I guess before she reads, who knows a little something about Paul? Raise your hand. You know a little something about Paul you can share with the class. Raise your hand, okay? He was Saul before he was. Saul before he was Paul. Is that significant to him being Saul before he was Paul? All right, Dr. Vick, on him. Okay, come on. He said, okay, she said God changed his name, and that's the correct answer. But what's, the, what's another significance, Dr. Vick, in him being Saul before he was called? He was killing Christians. He, he was killing Christians. Not only did God change his name, but God changed him. All right. Okay, Botapha? <coughs> he was a Pharisee. He was a Pharisee, that's right. And what does it mean to be a Pharisee? What was a Pharisee? The law. Huh? Mm-hmm. He knew the law, practiced the law, tried to enforce the law with the other people. That's right. They were the interpreters of the law, and, and and they were the ones to see to it that the laws were carried out, and uh, they pretty much ran the religious worship. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I saw your hand, gentlemen. She said, "I said persecuted persecuted Christians." He persecuted Christians, right? So listen at what Paul. Said about the flesh. Listen very carefully. Verse 14. Mm-hmm. For we know that the law is
2: spiritual, but I am corrupt, sold of the sin. But that which I do not allow, not for what I would, do I do not for what I, think, <coughs> that I do. I. If then I do what which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but the sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform the good of the good, I can not. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. And if I do that, I will not. It is no more I than do it, but the sin that dwelleth in me. I find it in law that when I will do good, evil is present with me. For I delight like in the law of God, after the inward man. But I see another law <coughs> in my memory, warned against the law of my mind, that brings me into captivity to the law of sin, which is my memory. Oh wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin.
0: All right. Woo. <coughs> Does it sound like a person <coughs> who's at conflict? Yeah. A saved person who is really at conflict with who? Himself. Yeah. himself. And then not only was he in conflict with himself, but he was also in conflict with who? Huh? God. Somebody said, get black. God. God. Why was he in, in conflict with God? What makes us think that? He said, what did he said, the law was what? Uh God? the law is spiritual. spiritual. The law is good, it's right. But he's what? I'm uh-huh. flesh. Yep. You find he says now, and, and can I just give my interpretation right here? Right is just right. Uh-huh. And wrong is just wrong. Whether it's me or whether it's you. And that's the only way we're gonna get set apart from evil. If we just admit the fact that right is just right and wrong is just wrong. And he said, something else he said about the law. He says that he served the law of the spirit with his what? Mind, but with his members, what is he talking about his members, church members? What? But with, he said, but with my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm serving the law of sin. And that's the superior part of what he's saying, I really want to do right. It's right. <laughs> in right. my mind to do right. He says, but I, something inside of me makes me do wrong. He's kind of evaluating himself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You, you follow what I'm saying? Then he gets down there. And he says, it doesn't look like I can really do this myself. Because he said, yeah, yeah, he said now, who in the world can deliver me from this wretched man that I am? Now, uh, isn't anybody in here other than me see themselves as wretched? Or you see yourself as being pretty decent? (laughs) Do <laughs> you understand? I mean you just, you know, you know it's like I just say. You know, I didn't know I didn't
2: get to get that swag and start now, you know, hey, you know.
1: And
0: see I'll tell you, I never see myself like that. It doesn't matter to me how you see me, how you see me won't cause me to change. But it's only, Janesco says something, it's only when I see myself like that that I, that I then start trying to seek this progressive sanctification because I'm in a position to do it. Come on, Janet.
2: No, I was just saying
0: the Lord will see The Lord what? See me. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, well, I got you. I got you. I appreciate that. Not only the Lord sees it when well, I admit it or not. That's what saying, right? Thank you. Amen. Amen. So, so I guess we got there to say that the flesh is one of the major tools that's used by the enemy. Now, what does it mean to be carnal? Anybody, raise your hand. Carnal. C-A-R-N-A-L.
3: What's
0: that Pam? Fleshly-minded, saved people can be harmed. Paul also describes people in three different ways. Uh, I think that's in Romans 3. Is that in Romans 3 or Corinthians 3? Huh? Well, he describes us as babes. As Corinthians, Go to First Corinthians either two or three. First and we're going to get on with this. Because you all don't care whether we finish it or not. <laughs> okay, three and one. All right. Go to, go to First Corinthians 3 and 1, and we see the three types of people that Paul talks about, and I want somebody to pick them out. The reader, whoever the reader is, pick them out. <coughs>
3: <coughs> and I, brethren, uh-huh. could not speak to you as to spiritual people, uh-huh. but as to
0: carnal, uh-huh.
3: as to babes in Christ.
0: That's good enough. <coughs> okay, what what are the three type types of people? You see that? Spiritual, spiritual, carnal, babes. Now, was he talking to sinners? What makes you think he wasn't talking to sinners? He said, and our brethren. He was addressing Christian folk. Because he said, brethren. He didn't say "Uh, uh, 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 non-Christians. So he said, and our brethren. And he says, now, in attempting to teach you, I really couldn't give you spiritual things. He said, "Because you're too fleshly, you get too tied up into stuff that don't mean nothing." I'm just paraphrasing now. He says, "As a matter of fact, I really have to teach you, actually, like you were babes." Now here's another question: Who wants to answer this? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I had some old, fucking. Class. <laughs> I wish I had some bold, bold, bold I almost forgot the question. Oh, I know what it is. Darrell, what's the difference between a carnal person and a babe? A carnal person and a babe? I would say they're the same. Okay, okay two of the same. He says they're two of the same. Anybody else? You wouldn't, wouldn't say that. Okay, Graham? I would say a babe is the person that started in Christ, and the person is the one that happened. That what? That happened started. That haven't started. Right. Okay. Uh, Gerald? Uh, a babe doesn't have knowledge. Okay. Come over to come. And the carnal said, does. Now that's getting kind of hot. That's getting kind of hot right there. He said, a babe does not have knowledge, and a carnal does. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I knew. I, I, okay, come on. I was gonna see if we get somebody. Come on, come, come on, Sister Gray. Tell us the difference between a babe and Christ and a carnal. What did I say? It's just Tyler. Yeah, you said gray. I'm sorry, that's time. (laughs) Get (laughs) me straight. Come on in. It has to do with what? It has to do with what? Okay.
3: Uh, The
2: level of how you grow in Christ. The babe, how we start out, it doesn't matter with age, it's the knowledge that we have and how we use it. As we grow, then we learn how to apply it to our lives better. So the level that they were
0: Okay, that level. Okay, now let's take all of that. Here we go. And uh, I like what Gerald said. He said a babe does not have knowledge, but uh, an infant, but a carnal person does. And let's take that and work with it. Let's take that and work with it. Let's 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 look at this child. And let's go over here to Daryl again. Okay, go right over here to Daryl. A lot of things that you would expect from him because he has limited knowledge, you wouldn't expect from Daryl. I wouldn't expect if, 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 if Daryl asked me for something and I said, Daryl, you can't have it. I wouldn't expect him. Because ah, 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 he's a... He's a baby. Daryl would be carnal. And he would be carnal because he's had a lot of knowledge, but he still acts like that. So y'all see the difference now? Y'all see the difference? So would that
3: be being transformed by the renewing of your mind the way you think?
0: Exactly. That could be that. Now where did that scripture come from? <coughs> I know, but
1: where it from? <laughs> 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 they come from the back of the
0: front <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I heard somebody say, Pastor, put that book back good? <laughs> 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 but where did, where did that scripture come from? Somebody help her. Romans 12. Romans 12 and 2. That's fine. That's fine, y'all. That's fine. you. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, See, that's what we're going to do. We're going to help each other as we go on and as we continue to study. We're going to help each other. We're going to learn.
2: Amen.
0: We're going to learn. Come on, Doc. Uh, when you gave an example with the
2: baby and you used Minister Girl, can I make an observation? Sure.
0: back right. to what, spiritually
2: right what Miss Taller said and when you said that the difference between a babe and carnival, I identified myself as both. I'm looking at me at what I in my life because I was a baby when I accepted Christ. And before I came to the knowledge where I am now there were some things I that I still wanted to do that I know was right. But I want I chose to go the other way. So I was carnal. But when I grew more and I made a commitment that I choose to follow Christ and I struggle in things every day till I overcome with the power <coughs> of the Holy Spirit. So I looked at myself, I walked
0: both of those ways. You did lines, exactly, I don't disagree with that, uh-huh. but you're not both of them now. No, exactly, no. that's no. the point. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Yeah, that, that's right. right. That's the point that Paul is making, right? Is that because I think we looked at it last week that hey. You've been long enough to have grown right. larger than this child, right. but yet you still act like this child. Yes. Right? Yes. So he says, "I can't treat you like you're spiritual." He said, "Because you are carnal. He didn't call him a babe anymore. That's more of an insult when you said you're carnal, you're fleshly. You've been sitting in this Bible study for twenty years." And you still have not grown to the point that you can get along with folks. All right. You follow something coming to you. You said what I'm talking about. You still have not grown to the point that you can consistently No, I'm gonna say me. Somebody's gonna get it. So right. I still have not grown to the point that I can consistently follow basic principles or tenets. Yeah. Are laws of faith. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm them. Uh-huh. You see, come I I think I got a question and I'm coming to you, Tom. Uh uh that is that precisely what I just said. Tom. It's kinda of, but Okay, come on then, then I get a question. Come on. Come on, Tom. Oh you're oh, okay. Yeah, say what you go say. Are there levels of being crowned? colors that have different levels to it, like layers of cake. That could be... Layers of it, you know, some people will call them others. See, carnal is basically fleshly, and I guess we could put levels to it. I I don't have any scripture that will say that they're levels. You can help me if you like. Uh, One says, Greg says, sin is is sin. But when I say you're carnal, I'm saying that You're fleshly. You're living in the flesh and not in the spirit. You're controlled. controlled. Thank you. You're living in control by the flesh and not by the spirit of God. So you're not a babe anymore because you've gotten a lot of teaching. You know right from wrong. You follow what I'm saying? But you will not put your flesh to death to do right from wrong. Come on. Oh, oh you talking about spiritual? You said one was babe and one was carnal and another spiritual. Yeah, yeah, those are two levels. There were three levels. The spiritual would be the one that's being led or controlled by the spirit. The carnal person is a saved person, but they live like an unsaved person. You, you follow what I'm saying? The babe is a person who's saved. But they don't have this knowledge that we, that's that's what I jumped on, the word knowledge. They don't have this knowledge. They haven't been there long enough to know all of this. So quite naturally, you're going to let this person get away with things that you wouldn't let others get away with. It's like a child at home. This child go in there and go in the jewelry box. This child go in there and take all the clothes out the box. You come home, you put them back, and so saying, "Don't do that." What you doing? But now you let me go do it,
1: yeah.
0: and you've told me several times, "Don't be in there fooling around your stuff." Mm-hmm. There's gonna be some problems yeah, yeah. because I, I have enough knowledge to know I shouldn't even be in your room. Right. No level two, no level two. Great. Come on with the question. Uh, that was a good question where is the line between carnal and being rebellious you can you draw a line uh-huh. can you draw a line I'm just asking what I'm, what I'm hearing is if you don't put
2: your flesh to
0: death
2: This issue, I would call you calm. I call him deadly because you know it ain't that you don't
0: know mm-hmm. you know, but you have made a choice that you're not going to do. I, I I agree. Watch this. Let me let me answer it like this, and we're going to come back. I think rebelliousness is a symptom of carnality. Okay. See right? See, carnality means that I'm just letting the flesh control me. And letting the flesh control me may mean I may be rebellious. Uh, I may be envious. I may be jealous. I may get overtaken with anger and wrath. These are symptoms of my carnality, of me not being set apart from my flesh or myself. So another hand. Come on, Tyler. With, with the babe and being calm, the babe. He don't have the knowledge to Right. But Carl has the knowledge to change, but he don't have the will to change. He don't right. want to. i go with that. Right. When, calm, when you carnal mind, you don't want to change. Right, you right, conquer, carnal mind. You're right. comfortable where you are. Right. And, and the Bible speaks of, there's a verse that speaks of a carnal-minded person. I what know, does it right say? Here. Come on, come it's, on, it's, Kathy. It's
3: Romans 8 and 6. It says, for to be carnal-minded is death but to be spiritual-minded is
0: life and peace. Okay, mm-hmm. and okay, Dr. Vick? Uh, come on, come on, come on, mom. Chapter three and three, two. What now, does it say?
3: It says, for or ye are, are yet come, for as, for whereas there is among ye, and in business, stride, and division, are uh-huh. ye not come,
0: and walk. Uh-huh, uh-huh, that's good. And that's a, that's a uh, I think it may be a change where it says that, uh, uh carnality is enmity to God, is hostile towards God, and it won't do the things of God. Uh I'll have to find that scripture What's seven verse seven, say? Because
3: the carnal
0: man is imity. Now that word imity means
3: hostile. For it is not subject to the law of
0: God. It it won't
3: come indeed can be.
0: It will not come under subjection to what God says. That's that. I don't care what the Bible says. That's that. That's that. Right there. Now, 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 now uh, Minister Howard, you could call that rebellious. Yeah, but that all comes out of carnality. And the Bible likens it to the spirit of witchcraft. The Bible likens it to that. Okay, class, have I upset you enough yet? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on then. So now, next week, or whenever we come back, I'm gonna ask you the difference between what? Aww. So if you wanna do more research on that, it's good to do it, so when you come back, you can kinda even tell us some more about it. Cause I'm gonna ask you that, and I don't care if you look down at the paper; it's not gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can look down and just because you're looking down don't mean I won't call <laughs> alright alright come on uh, now phase 3 progressive sanctification is the second phase of sanctification uh, and it takes a lifetime to complete Uh, because, but as we grow in grace we're gradually changing to be more like Christ as we grow we're changing. As we grow, we're changing. Uh, carnality, baby. As we grow, we're changing, okay? Uh, look at 2 Corinthians uh, 3 and 18. What does that say? we all with unveiled faces to be holy as in every the, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into all right. image, by glory to just as by the Spirit of Oh right. Now somebody kind of open that verse up to us. Open that verse up to us. To the class. But we all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you look at that one phrase, but we all, who does that exclude? <laughs> but we all. He says, with what? Unveiled face. Now, what is when you look at an unveiled face? What are you doing? It's not Uncovering. Huh? It's not covered. It's face. Nothing's covered. The face can be seen. Yes. So we're looking at Sam mm-hmm. When I unveil my face, your face doesn't come out. <laughs> I'm standing in front of a mirror and I unveil my face. My face is the one that comes out. He says, with unveiled face. What are we doing? Beholding Beholding what? Now, when you see that as in, he didn't say we were in the mirror. That's what they call uh, somebody who was in that class over there in 2nd St. John. That's a simile. He's saying it's not a metaphor. It's simple to a metaphor, but that's a simile because he says just like in a mirror. He says, just like you standing in a mirror, you unveil your face. You follow what I'm saying? Watch this. Now keep on. Break that verse on down. Look at it. He said, as in a mirror, the what? The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. Come on. Our Our what? Is that progressive sanctification? Is that progressive sanctification? Are being what? How? Who's doing it? Now, somebody just go back through that and break that down for the class. Come on now, y'all, y'all, y'all. This is good. Don't be afraid. we all going to be wrong.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, watch this. When I was, when I was, yeah, I guess learning, and it was interesting, when I was a student with Brother Dorsey, I stayed on the hot night.
1: Because
0: I'd be the first to raise my hand, and he'd shoot it down. <laughs> He's all afraid, baby. I said, now, uh, give me a hoop of stasis, son. And i try to defend him, and he I don't know. <laughs> i tell you what, read Joshua chapter three in its entirety next week. Come back and talk to us about it. He wouldn't tell you the answer of Joshua. He'd just tell you to read it. And next week when you got to class, friends, what did you find in Joshua chapter three? And we thought that was hard. But he taught us how to go deep. And I wasn't afraid to be wrong. You're not gonna ever learn if you're scared to be wrong. (laughs) Or you just can't take, you know, uh, I don't know, you know. All it's gonna do if I know I'm coming to this in class, it's gonna cause me to pick up that sheet. And do some reading before I get here, or it's gonna cause me to stay at home. Now say it's not gonna come there. And then it caused me to do a self-evaluation. And that's what we're here to do, help each other. Alright? So let's look at that again. He said, but we all, it includes us all. And it's just like we have unveiled faces. We see in ourselves. He said, we're we're beholding just like we're in a mirror. We're looking at ourselves just like we're in a mirror, Mm -hmm. the glory of the Lord. When you look at, when you look at me Mm -hmm. and I look at you, Mm -hmm. we represent the Lord's glory. Mm -hmm. Now, what scripture tells me that? What scripture tells me? Three and eighteen. Three and eighteen. <laughs> yeah. One, All right. But Is there a scripture in the Bible to support that? Huh? Yeah. It does not. Okay. I like that. I would say that, Sister Tyler. So you can ask
3: me where
0: it comes. From. Behold, now somebody's gonna help me. Behold, <laughs> now we are. Sons of, of,
3: of God.
0: And it does not yet. Yeah. Oh,
3: okay, what was yet
0: but when he does appear that can support that what about psalm eight will that kind that of throw in that psalm let's go to psalm eight, let's look at psalm eight
3: Oh Lord, our Lord How excellent is your name uh-huh. the earth, Who have set your glory Above the heavens Out of the mouth of babes And nursing infants You have <clears throat> ordained strength Because of your enemies That you may silence the enemy And the avenger When I consider your heavens The work of your fingers The moon and the stars which you have ordained. What is man that you are mindful of him, and the Son of Man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory. Crowned him, him out? With honor.
0: Crowned him out? With glory. Keep on reading.
3: And honor. You have made him to have dominion of the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet all sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field the birds of the air and the fish of the sea mm-hmm. that pass
0: through the paths of the seas. O oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name he's in praising, all the earth. Right, he's praising God for the, uh, him making man in his image and after his life. And him giving man dominion. So when we come back here, what Paul is saying, he said, we're all, with unveiled faces, we're beholding in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Okay, who am I looking at in the mirror? And when I look at myself, I'm looking at the glory of the Lord. But He then says something else about it. What else did He say in the rest of that verse? I'm being transformed. You're looking at God's glory being transformed, and that's a what I see in myself now is not who I really am. Right. He's making me more like him. Read the rest of that part. Into the same image from glory to glory. Into the same image from what? Glory to glory. Okay. What, what do I see when you say glory to glory? What does that say to me when I say glory to glory?
3: Faith to faith. Huh? Is it like faith faith? It's like
0: faith to faith. But what else do you see? Huh? One stage of maturity sure to the next stage. One stage of to the next stage. And I heard something else over here. I'm, I'm, I'm being transformed and looking more and more like Jesus. He says, from glory. I'm one glory right now. But he's transforming me to glory. And how is he doing? By the Spirit of Progressive sanctification all day long. See, watch this. Me preaching to you or teaching you will not sanctify right, you. Yeah, okay. I heard somebody say will back there. He says, because this is done by the spirit and my will. Mm-hmm. I have to want to be sanctified.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I have to want to be spiritual and not carnal and not stay a baby. Mm-hmm. You follow where we are? Mm-hmm. That make any sense? Okay, now this process requires the believer to do what? Renew themselves daily because what? We're being sanctified as we minister to who? Others. You know what? Uh, A lot of times we will be critical of people who are in leadership because they're not perfect. And a lot of people today don't want to preach because they don't think that they can do it perfectly.
1: Right.
0: but this statement that helps me he says because I'm being sanctified even as I minister. I guarantee you now I'm going to come back to Darren son do you think you would be as sanctified as you are if you were not, were not preaching Do well, I think I would be. yeah do you think if you were not preaching if you had not accepted your call to preach do you think you would be as sanctified now if if you were, if you had not accepted your call, I don't think I'd be seeking God. Or, but. okay, so you know I'm gonna answer that for you. <laughs> hey, stop, <Yeah>. so. No! <laughs>
2: hey. you
0: gave me the theological answer. That's what it did. You gave me the theological answer. Right. You gave me the classroom answer. All right. So the answer would be no. Dorothy, you wouldn't be either. Nobody would be either. But because we're having this responsibility and we're serving, it helps us to become more sanctified. See, okay, there are times that you wouldn't be at Sunday school if you weren't a Sunday school teacher. You'd be somewhere else too. At times, I wouldn't be at church if I didn't have to preach. So I said, you know what, I, you know what? maybe that's, that's, we hadn't been over to see so and so in a while. Let's go over there. <laughs> yeah, that's right, we do need to go visit. But because I have a responsibility, and because I'm operating in my call and gift, I'm being sanctified as I minister to others. Progressively. And, and, and God does not expect for you to be perfect, but he does expect for you to be faithful. And to grow out of the stage of being obeyed. And you have to accept people criticize, you have to listen to people say, you know what, how they gonna tell me something? And uh, they, like they are. Well, you know, I'm just telling you what the Lord told me to tell you. That's all I'm telling you, you take it or leave it. -hmm. That's how you can come across, if you wanted to just kind of, you know, when they get under your skin, you say, I'm just telling you what the Lord told me to tell you. Now, you can do it if you wanna, If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But you can't stand in judgment of me because your eyes messed up too. According to Matthew. Let's go there. We'll close it there. We're going to take our time with this. Is this all right? Go to Matthew 7. This is Jesus teaching on... On oh the uh, Look at seven and one, and uh, and and go down to verse six. <coughs> We're closing that there. And let my reader and interpreter now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard Pope poke. But that I heard. Come on, folks. <laughs> <laughs> judge not, and you be not judged. All right. But with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Uh huh. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye? But do not consider the plank in your own eye. Uh-huh. Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, at plank is in your own eye. Mm-hmm. Hypocrite. First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy <coughs> to the dog, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trumpet them under their feet and turn the their tear, their tear <coughs> and turn and tear you in pieces. All right. He said a lot, didn't he? <coughs> First thing he said was don't judge. Don't no even try to judge. Now, judging is kind of condemning. That's what judging is. It's condemning. It's not trying to read it through. He said, don't even try to do that. And then, if you should happen to do it, he said, the same way that you judge, you're going to be judged. And with the same measure you use, he said, that's going to be measured back to you. If you're hard on folk, I'm going to be hard on you. Yeah. Listen now. Then he says, and really, what, 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 why do you think you got the right? to judge anybody. Why do you think you got the right to look at the speck in your brother just looking for stuff wrong? Why do you think you got the right yeah. to just look for wrong in other folk? Mm-hmm. And he says that, uh, and don't consider what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. 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 you you're mm-hmm. If you're going to say something wrong, just come up and tell me what's wrong with you first. Because right. you know? <coughs> well, I know that you know I got teeth missing,
1: <laughs>
0: hands out. But you're overweight, Pastor. <laughs> Don't come up there and talk about it. I'm overweight. And you said, you know. <laughs> he said, listen, you come on and tell me. You tell me what's wrong with you. The then you come on over here to me, all right? And now, he comes in there he says, he said, how can you say to your brother, let me get you straight. Mm-hmm. And you got a plank in your own eye. Then mm-hmm. he calls them a what? Yeah. Yeah. You act Because you ain't doing nothing but that." Mm-hmm. He said, first thing you do, work on yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you can help somebody else. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to tell you this. Don't give what is holy to the dog. Meaning that some folk, you don't need to be sitting there trying to witness to. All right, now. Those the things you have to learn. Mm-hmm. You're trying to, oh, let me witness to you. They don't want that. You're trying to give something to folk that they don't want. He said, and don't even cash your what?
1: Because
0: they're going to trample them under their feet. And they're going to turn and tell you. taught me that right outside the church there. I used to stand and wait for folks. Hey, you know, home. Like, oh, man. you better leave that alone. You need to witness the folk when I tell you. When you have an auction. there's some people, I think, uh, who was that? I don't know what they come to. Bible study or something. A young lady up in Jericho, way back then. And I and that's when I remembered it. It's just some people would come in the office when I would be working at the film home and I would have a strong unction to minister. Mm-hmm. Others, if they were in there for business, I wasn't trying to talk Jesus to
1: them.
0: Mm-hmm. I handle that business. Right. That's right. So he'll move us mm-hmm. to when and how we should minister. Mm-hmm. You follow what I'm saying? And watch this. Watch what they'll do and I'm done. Those people, when they come to you and ask you a question about Jesus or something about what's going on in their lives, now you minister. You got a good time now to talk about how you used to do. Uh-huh. And i tell you what helped me. The Lord did. You follow me? Question coming. Are you all gonna like this or-